Hey guys, it's Umberto and I have Brandon here with me uh, and this is NGIM's Insights. This is just a podcast that we do for the store just to kind of uh, let y'all peek into our lives and what goes on about the store and just our thoughts on different topics uh, that we like to talk about. Uh, our first podcast I believe was pre-workouts and how we go about uh, choosing that. So if you wonder what pre-workouts are the best for you, that might be a good podcast for you to do. And then our, lot, our last podcast was the community podcast. So check that one out. Uh, this week's podcast, I think, will resonate with a lot of people, uh, which will be talk, touching upon injuries, uh, recent injury videos that I think we're all a little familiar with, like the Larry Wheels one, um, personal fails and experiences, and what to do to get what's the best way to get back into the gym once you've been out and you've lost all motivation so what's up brandon hey man um so the first piece of content that i wanted to uh to kind of talk about was the larry wheels um video in which who was it ryan crowley yeah um, he was an up-and-coming bodybuilder he was really young 23 years old yeah very very uh a lot of potential with that tragic guy. injury uh, it was i mean w- when you look back at it I mean, they say you know hindsight's 2020 but yeah and i've seen a lot of injury videos um and the thing um injury videos like that one have in common i'm talking about like pec tears um or simply injury videos with a bench press is in the comments everyone keeps saying oh well the spotter needed to do a better job this guy had Larry Wheel spotting him. Okay, uh, for some and... context. For some context, <laughs> because some people might not know a few Oh, things. yeah, yeah, okay. okay. so Larry Wheels, um, if you could imagine a monster truck as a human, um, it's it's Larry Wheels. Like, Larry Wheels is not only the most jacked guy you'd probably see World record-setting power lifter. Yeah, like... It, dabbled in bodybuilding and strongman. Dude basically said, I want to do this, and then won at it. Um... So, you couldn't have asked for a better spotter. Yeah, that's like, all I'm saying. Not only that, but um, what happened in the incident was uh, the guy went for an incline. I think he went what? PR. Five? Yeah, he went for a PR. He was doing like what five hundred? Five, five plates. It was like four, four something. Yeah, and as he went for it, he had the godliest of spotters there. Which, by the way, he still spotted him pretty solid after the injury because. He still didn't lift it off. He, he was kind of like, you got it. But um, he tried to go for his PR on incline, which... Yeah. Oh, and before we continue talking about this, uh, if you go to Larry's page, just be warned. The video is pretty graphic. Yeah. Uh, he, like he's not this, hiding. <laughs> yeah, like this guy seriously hurt himself. Because the guy's so jacked, you could see the muscle separating like from, from, the, from the bone, bones. dude. Like, like there was no skin tearing or blood or anything like that, but just you could see where it's twitching, 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 <laughs> and then it ripped. All right. um, yeah. But basically, he went for a PR. He was struggling. He was struggling. He was struggling. He was a quarter of the way up, and then pop. Uh, don't worry, the weight did not fall on him. I yeah. mean, like I said, godliest of godliest uh, spotters. Of spotters, dude. If it would have been anyone else, yeah. he would have been in some more trouble. Yeah. So. Uh, Larry caught it. At the oh, end and of- I think he also had like two guys on yeah, each side. It was Larry, Larry above him, and then two guys uh, in the side because again, yeah. it was five plates. <clears throat> um, moral of the story, dude, that you know suffered. Um, yeah, 
Well, it's a cautionary tale for like um, sometimes we can't all relate to training with Larry Wheels, but we can relate <laughs> to sometimes you train with a friend. Yeah, or, and you want to impress, or even some random guy at the gym who's just ridiculously jacked compared to you. And so you, in trying to impress people, you might sometimes do certain things that you wouldn't normally do to try and look good in their eyes, which isn't worth it, by the way. It's dumb. But in the moment, you feel the need to to look good, and yeah. either for your friends, a girl, or Larry Wheels. Yeah. And so you you overshoot. You, you bite off more than you can chew. This guy clearly, um, you can see from when he unracked the weight that it was heavy. It was yeah. really heavy. And he had already done several sets at that point. Yeah. So just moral of the story, don't push it, guys. Please um, be careful. Yeah. And if uh, if you all can, I mean, the two people that might listen to this, if you go to Larry Wheel's page, no hate, obviously, but I think he has a GoFundMe page. Um, oh, they actually or, met the goal oh, recently. Really? I yeah. mean, y'all could still, you know, spot him like five <laughs> bucks or whatever um, because – bodybuilding unless you're one of like the top you know guys it's not very lucrative and uh i mean just the guy after had injury. a lot of potential yeah even even if he doesn't continue his career i mean that was a devastating injury you, yeah. you don't want that to like um ruin you for the rest of your life so Definitely. best of wishes to him hope he recovers um i know larry helped him out a lot so good so, on him basing it off of that video goes into kind of what we wanted to talk about which were injuries and uh if we've personally been through any of them um what you tend to go through mentally which i think is what messes you up the most uh like yeah the physical aspect is a lot to get through but your your body's kind of like made to know how to get through those things but it's the mental aspect yeah. that tends to mess a lot of people up um and what you can do to actually get onto it afterwards yeah. Um, I think I know Brandon has had a few hip issues and a few knee yeah. issues, and I've had uh, a shoulder kink. Yeah. Um, but I think Brandon bounced back from it a lot better than I did, just on a mental aspect. And it wasn't. It hasn't been until like recently that I've actually bounced back from it. But what did? You, what do you think? Like, kind of got you back into the the rhythm of things afterwards? Because you went full crutches or crutch. Yeah, for a while I was having trouble even walking and I honestly, I just from the moment I got injured, I knew what it was. Um, I didn't know how long I was going to be out, but I at no point wanted to stop. I was always just so anxious to get back in there and throw some weight around. Obviously, once I did get better, I took it easy, but it's 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 hard to explain um, I think there's I two think aspects. You can to this. probably explain it there's, better. There's two aspects to this, which I think one of them was yours, which was you just wanted to get back to normal as soon as possible, and I think mine was more like I I kind of felt like my normal wasn't going to be attainable anymore, so it just kind of took me down. So you might fall in one of these two aspects. Um, I yeah, think the depending one with, on the the severity of the injury. Yeah. Well. Uh, that and but how much things change because i think with your injury um besides you know the whole injury nothing much really changed after that i think your biggest issue was knowing not to take it too crazy on yourself afterwards because then you would have like gotten injured again or gotten injured worse right yeah in that case specifically 
it was so avoidable. Um, it's not like I got injured out of nowhere and I got scared into out of uh, training because that happens to some people where they'll get yeah. injured and they're like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. And then they get scared to step back into the gym. I know what I did wrong. That day, I went to front squat um, X amount. Um, I did put weight on the bar. I think it was like 165, but for reps without warming up. Normally, 165 at that point was nothing. I think I was doing like 275, but um, I didn't warm up yeah. at all. Like, I'm telling you guys, I just loaded the bar with weight. I was in a hurry. Which is very like, bro it. science of you. Very, very wrong. Do not do that. Like a five-minute warm-up is not a warm-up. There was no warm-up. I just yeah. went straight to my main set. And so, like, that happened. And... So I was anxious to get back because I was like, this is so dumb. I can't believe I did this. And obviously now I always, always warm up. And if I don't have time to warm up, then I just don't work out. Yeah. If if, if you fall into that category, I think your biggest issue should be, one, pacing yourself. And two, have a solid warm-up routine prior. Yeah. I think you, in, in both cases, you if have you to have If you only have 15 minutes to work out, do some push-ups. Don't don't try to go for a PR on anything. And when I mean warm-up, I mean like a serious, serious like warm-up. Because I know when I thought of a warm-up, I was like, all right, two, three minutes, ready to go. Yeah. And uh, the static stretches, just... Yeah. The... Yeah. Juji Mufu. I'm not sure if any of y'all that are going to be listening to this know of who Juji Mufu is. But Juji Mufu on his Instagram or his website, I know he has books on this, jacked dude as well, will give you a vast amount of, like, stretches, both static and... Um, yeah. Uh, a whole dynamic. Bunch of, yeah, a whole bunch of uh, static and dynamic stretches that y'all can do to get you warmed up. But big, um, big issue. Yeah. And... Um, why Juji Mufu is a content creator. He he also spreads a lot of information. There's a lot of content creators, but I think the reason he brought Juji Mufu out specifically is because we were just talking about the issue he had um, right before this podcast. I don't know if you want to go into that a little bit. Let, um, let, let me get into it uh, right after we kind of finish this whole injuries. Thing. Okay, we'll get back to that. But that was Brandon's sort of kind of like uh, experience with injuries and kind of what he went through. And it was a little bit more of like holding back a horse rather than like the horse doesn't want to start the race to begin with. Yeah. Mine was what I would think a, li- a little bit more people fall into, which was I lost all motivation. Yeah. I lost... I, I lost uh, my idea of what my goal was. Like, I didn't have a goal in mind anymore. And I lost, like, my training sessions were completely different. Let me kind of preface this. My I, my training sessions were with Eli, the other person that works here. Eli is uh, a competitor for men's physique and can really throw up some weight. And my issue was always, like, since I'm, this, since I'm a short guy... And since I wasn't always into lifting, my goal was always to, I don't care who I work out with, I can always do a plate more than they can. And, you know, goals are fine and dandy until you find yourself trying to, like, you know, outdo yourself every week and you're not properly resting. Recovering. And whatnot, yeah. And it got to the point where I really messed up my shoulder. I took, like, a month off just because I couldn't do anything. And when I came back... I could no longer train with Eli just because time changes. Uh, I could no longer train the way I liked to train. And I I felt like I didn't have a goal in mind. So that's another difference between um, 
us that I feel like kind of differed the way that we bounced back was when I got injured, I wasn't really training with anyone. And so I already had that motivation to train on my own. And I feel like if I had a training partner and I got injured, I would feel more demoralized because I would see them training the way I used to train and not being able to do that. Yeah, and I went from that to being able to like either keep up with him on a few things or pass him on a few things because I did pass him on a few things to not even having a chance to compare myself to him because I had to train by myself and I lost all like aspect of training. And if you ask anyone what I was going for and what I do want like a strength so yeah. to like not have that at all kind of completely killed my uh my drive towards anything yeah training by yourself it's i mean it's interesting I, what would you say like, most people do it or how many people i I, I, th- I think it's interesting because for example i could i could train with with my wife if i wanted to and i do right yeah. but again it's a huge drastic change to do and i think it was the change that that messed me up because I went from you know strength exercise to with a par- and with a partner and with a clear goal to injured can't strength exercise with no partner by myself at a different time yeah like a lot of things changed like quick like at the snap of a finger and after that it just became much easier it, to like not do anything yeah I I remember you told me like not too long ago that you were having a lot of trouble getting into the gym. But you were also looking into things you could do outside of the gym to still yeah. stay active. Yeah, which will go, I guess that leads to, to what do you do then? What do you do when you've lost a sense of a goal, when you've lost a sense of drive, when you've lost yeah. a sense of like, what do I do to get back there? And what I've personally been doing, which is what I would recommend to most people, is I, I've set myself a tiny goal just on a day a day to day. Which is, I don't miss this goal regardless of it being the weekend, regardless of being whatever. And I try to get myself in that. Let's say, for me, it's like walking my dog uh, a good distance until my dog gets tired, right? Uh, and at first, it was killer because I wasn't used to anything. And after that, it's the easiest thing ever, but it's just me getting sort of used to a rhythm and hey regardless of whether it's raining outside regardless of how i feel regardless of whatever like i need to take my dog out and just kind of do this repetitively and just do it do it do it because once i get used to that i can just translate that to like hey i go to the gym regardless of whatever and i start getting into that rhythm and it slowly starts building up now do i not have issues yeah i still have issues kind of like thinking of what i want to do because with my lack of motivation came weight gain and came like mental issues and came a whole bunch of things but it's one step at a time and it's i I think what kills a lot of people because they feel like they have to like just either jump back into it all at once uh or not at all and that's why like new year's resolutions tend to fail yeah you set goals that are too big or the time is too um the 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 time constraints you you put on yourselves they're yeah. to um out of i don't want to say out of your reach well, but because too you, you, limited. Go, you go from like not doing anything at all to like i'm gonna go five days a week an hour and a half uh every, day, yeah. every time and, and it's like most people want to lose weight and if you tell yourself okay i want to lose 20 pounds fine but if you say i want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks yeah not so fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're setting yourself up to fail yeah so 
my issue, I guess, goes back to the same thing where, like, I go to, I, I remember getting so close to benching three plates at 150 pounds and looking at myself now and telling myself not to do two plates. You know what I mean? Just because I'm like, you know what? It's the consistency that matters, yeah. not the numbers. It's like getting yourself in that whole, like, mindset, which that big orexia that a lot of, like, people struggle with uh, or that ego lifting that a lot of people tend to do. Yeah, I mean, we both went through phases of that where we would just walk into the gym and every day was max out day. Um, But those are phases. I mean, you want to avoid them. But when you're young and you're working out, especially guys, I I don't know. I don't think girls have this problem as much. I think girls have the opposite problem. It's just talking to my wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, Where uh, it was like lack of motivation, which I actually want to get both of our wives on this podcast just to talk to them about their experience yeah was telling me that too that she her issue in the beginning was being too scared of going heavy yeah whereas a guy uh as soon as they find out they can lift heavy they want to go heavier yeah and once you do it you're like okay well sky's the limit yeah (laughs) like i remember the first time i put up two plates i was like oh so i could do more than two plates yeah (laughs) not having even tried it but those are the things now I never, regardless of us having a supplement store, I never tell people supplements are the answer. But there is one supplement that's made for this specific reason, uh, which is pre-workout. If you struggle to get off the couch, I would encourage you to have one or at least try one. Like have a sample of one. Granted, it's not going to physically pull you out of the couch. You still have to get off your butt. It'll just make you uncomfortable to sit and watch TV. Um, And at that point, you just need something to get you off the couch every day, once a day. Yeah. Something. And if it's not pre-workout, because maybe you don't want to buy pre-workout, and coffee works too. But the reason we recommend pre-workout is because of beta alanine. I guess you could also get beta alanine separate. Well, beta alanine for most people is what makes you itchy. Uh, um, It's what makes you itchy. Uh, it, I know it helps with endurance, but that itchy feeling is what will not let you sit down on the couch. Because you could drink coffee, but how many mm. of us don't just drink coffee and, and, like, chill? Aside from just making you itchy, it also buffers lactic acid so you can actually work out for longer. Yeah, w- which is endurance part. Um, so A lot of benefits, but so many people don't understand it. they just like, I don't like that it makes me itchy. Yeah, <laughs> so so if, if, by all means, you have no problems with motivation, you might not need it. But if you're struggling to kind of get off off the couch that itchy sensation won't go away until you do something about it so whether it's a slight walk or like actually getting your butt to the gym like it'll get you going yeah. i'd recommend starting with something you know lighter yeah. even if you do take and caffeine don't abuse it remember with anything that you put into your body start with the minimum effective dose yeah and then you know go from there even if you take three cups of coffee these aren't coffees it's uh, different. Yeah. So those are what we personally, you know, see and what we personally talk about uh, and what we've personally done, right? I'd say set yourself small goals. And I don't mean the same kinds of goals like, oh, I want to get cut or I want to bulk or I want to whatever. Because my goal was I want to be stronger than anyone in my – of similar weight. But it should be more like, hey, I want to be consistent. I want to be consistent in this thing. Um for five days, for two weeks, for a month, and then, you know, kind of graduate from that. Yeah, and the goals don't have to start and end at the gym. They can also start at home 
with what you put in your body. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Or, or, or little mentalities like, um, there's, I, I forget who I heard this from, but they were like, do something today that will make tomorrow a little bit better. Just those little changes will eventually just yeah. add up to like these great changes. And it's something that you can adapt to something else than just your gym life or your kind of like health life or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, something to keep in mind is when it comes to food and fueling your workout, it granted everybody's body digests different. But for the most part, what you eat today is not going to affect your workout today. It's usually going to be what you ate yesterday or the day before yesterday. I know some guys like to say, oh, carb up before the gym. That's not entirely true it will um what do you call it suppress your hunger hormones so you won't get hungry in during your workout but as far as actually fueling your workout there it's not that fast make sure you fuel up the day before any heavy training session um the reason i brought that up talking about injuries is because um People want to go hard on, on, on their workouts when they go back. I, I have seen some people that get injured and they want to hop back at the same rhythm. Amen. Um, make sure you're recovering. Make sure you're feeding your body because if you spend enough time off the gym and your eating habits change, you're not eating uh, as if you're working out. So in order to start working out again at your maximum, you need to go back to the eating habits you had or develop new eating habits that will adjust for your new training regimen yeah um and then i guess a slight topic that actually sort of deals with this is also like if you are training with your significant other or if you want to or if there's any issues with that there's a lot of things to consider because for most people right because i know maybe you uh you you're a girl and you have a girl partner you're a dude and you have a dude partner or you know whatever your situation is but for example, me and Brandon both have wives. Um, whatever I train like isn't necessarily what my wife likes to train like. Now there are going to be times that she likes it, and times that she dislikes it. But we're going to have different like goals, and we're yeah. going to have different ways of reaching those goals. So you kind of want to have that conversation of, hey, we either need to be in agreement and both have a specific time where we both have this thing, yeah, or we are okay going by ourselves, yeah. Yeah, because whether you're they're your wife, your friend, or whoever they are to you, a training partner needs to meet certain requirements in order for both of you to get the most out of each training session. So if you train with someone, it doesn't matter who this person is, but let's say like we're talking about right now, your wife, and obviously she's going to have um, most of the time different goals than you. Um, you guys can either meet in the middle, like Humberto said, or if neither of you wants to budge with your goals, then yeah, try something and else. Because it sometimes doesn't even come down to trying goals. to make it work when your guys' goals are different is not. Yeah. It, you guys are gonna waste your time. So, so let's say not even goals, but for example, my schedule is pretty much the same daily unless I personally want to change something, like unless I want to take on something else. Yeah. But my wives can vary. I if I want to like go to the gym, let's say every day at twelve. I might be able to do that, but she might not be able to. So at that point, I have to be wholeheartedly like into the fact that, hey, I might not go five days of the week. And I have to be okay with that. Or she must be okay with the, hey, 
I went Thursday without you and I did this, so today we can't do that. Yeah. So so you have to also see like, that's... hey, what am I, I am I willing to do? Because that's a pretty big issue. If I did legs yesterday because she wasn't available, that does I, I shouldn't have to do legs yeah. with her the next day just because we're training partners. And those those are sorts of things that you kind of like are huge issues in couples because a lot uh, I think a lot of people will take it as as kind of oh so you don't like me sort of thing yeah like they'll take it personally yeah they uh but the reasoning is pretty sound i mean you have goals and they their goals are 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 different or their schedule is different or they can only train with you uh certain days out of the weeks and they want to do a different body part you know it gets very convoluted you want to avoid that for your sake for their sake because it's going to cause unnecessary unnecessary problems in the relationship um you don't need that you don't want that so and and this is and yeah and we don't want to generalize because i know sometimes it does work every now and again i'll see a couple that's been training together for a really long time but you look at them and you're and their training is identical yeah the guy sometimes isn't even taking off that much weight for the girl yeah you know <laughs> like they're 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 training exactly the same but that takes a long time to really like hammer down and a lot of planning like yes i'm pretty sure a lot of the youth that are couples will know like sometimes you barely have enough time to like be with each other let alone like also schedule something else that yeah. feels like a, a i mean a workout you know what i mean yeah and you guys need to have a somewhat similar appreciation for whatever um, type of training you guys are doing, whether it's powerlifting training, functional training, CrossFit, bodybuilding. Um, you don't want you to be training for powerlifting and her to be training for CrossFit because it's going to be kind of hard to overlap the training styles. But that comes down to trust and communication. Communication, yeah. As a dude, the last thing your your uh, your partner wants to deal with is... Oh, so you just didn't want me to go because you were with some chick or or vice versa <laughs> or whatever. So yeah. just, you know, worst case scenario. Most uh, people are cool with it. Just don't you know, start off with honesty and be be for reals about what you actually want to do and there should be no issue. Yeah, cuz it sounds like a great idea in the beginning. Like, oh yeah, why don't I just train with this person that I live with? Um, it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Definitely. Um it's not always a bad idea, like I said, but there are a lot of things you need to consider before jumping into it. Yeah, but that that was our sort of take on both a very popular injury video from the Hair Wheels, our personal experiences with injuries and how we kind of bounce back from it and our sort of suggestions for you to bounce back on it. Um, and training partners and specifically training with your partner. Yeah, but... Uh, if you have any topics that you guys want us to talk about, reach out to us at Energy Shakes Edinburgh on Instagram um, or on our website, shopenergym.com. We do have a podcast tab uh, at the very bottom. You can actually send us an email, either commenting on something that we've already talked about or uh, sending us your own topics or anything that you yeah. might want to talk about or just general questions about what we do. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are interested, uh, we do in-store actually have pre-workout shot samples for two bucks. Uh, if you guys did want to get back into the, the whole, you know, cycle of things, but you didn't want to, you know, outright buy a full pre-workout, like I said, 
a good way to start back sometimes might be a good pre-workout. Uh, and we currently have two bundles that we currently have, our Blitzed Bundle and our Black Cat Bundle. Blitzed Bundle comes with a full Blitz pre-workout, a Vasoblitz Blitz non-stem pre-workout, but you can take it on in your off days, and an 80-20 protein, as well as um, the Black Cat Bundle, which comes with the keys, BCAAs, and EAAs for recovery, the Berserk High-Stem pre-workout, and uh, the Black Bra uh, the Black Magic Protein. So if you guys want to cop those, they're usually about $130. Right now they're going for $100 until supplies last. Yeah, and we'll try to bring more of these bundles in the future to you guys just so you can save a little more on the basics. And um, depending on how many more supplements we bring in, we'll branch out to different types of yeah. bundles. And we, we definitely, our goal with this is we find ourselves to be pretty picky on quality for supplements. So we don't want to have just single company bundles. It just so happens to be that those work so well with each other because those are really great companies. But our goal is to maybe do like uh, a testosterone from one company, a pre-workout from this company, a yeah. protein from this third company. And it's very specific to a specific goal. Yeah. But those were just some simple ones that are good for most people that tend to help out. Yeah. So check it out, guys. It, like you said, it's in our website. But uh, before we go, uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on what we were talking about early in the podcast oh, and before the podcast. The just like for a couple minutes. Okay. So uh, I, I don't follow many... Uh, like fitness influencers I could think of maybe like three but Juji Mufu was and still is one of my favorite fitness influencers Influencers. one I find him to be one of the smarter one, uh, smarter guys out there on this topic two uh, dude practices what he preaches and three he's overall just funny he makes yeah. all this like pretty interesting and li uh, light hearted yeah. but he went through a recent issue uh, with his business partner and at that time friend yeah. um tom broyden i think that's yeah. his name well before going into details tell me what you knew before i gave you the rest of the details okay so i knew that pretty recently they had you know put out a video and then all of a sudden they stopped kind of I just stopped seeing him in his stories, yeah. which were like on a daily basis. He's posting yeah. like 50. Because so their YouTube channel wasn't Juji Mufu. It was Tom and Juji. Tom and Juji. It was both. So you subscribed to see Juji. You subscribed to see Tom as well. Yeah. I mean, they were in the banner. They were in the profile Over picture. a million subscribers too, right? Yeah. Uh, he was his video editor for, I'm pretty sure, his Instagram and his uh, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, and he was they, his partner yeah in they the have company. they have the I'm not sure if they still have um, but the company grip genie which works with a whole bunch of grip tools um, Josh should check it out but grip genie was a company that they actually both had together um, they both get into the random things like grip and arm wrestling and this and that and grip genie was something that came out of that and out of nowhere like a few weeks ago they just started they just stopped kind of posting videos together uh and i stopped seeing him in the stories and whatever and i started noticing comments like hey where's tom and tom rarely posts on his own personal one because he's on judy's platform so much uh and i started seeing a few reddit posts and all i saw prior to like 30 minutes ago was there was some financial differences and that's why they're no longer working together. But even on the Reddit post, Tom put, hey, we just had some financial differences, but I'll be back and everything's okay. We're just taking a break. And then like two days ago or whatever, Juji put out a video saying uh, like, 
me and Tom parted ways and um, this is not a decision I took lightly. Very serious video. All of a sudden, profile picture changed, banner changed, uh, YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel, uh, the name changed. And then Brandon tells me, hey man, did you see what happened with like Juji and Tom? I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, they went their separate ways because of financial issues. He's like, do you know what financial issues? And I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. My thoughts were that because Tom originally came on as a video editor, but then started becoming kind of like more involved. Yeah, involved. I thought that it was like, hey, I'm more involved. I'm, not, I'm more than just a video editor. I should get paid more. And that there was differences there. Because up until like a month ago, Juji was buying this guy like machines and stuff for his home gym. Like they were close. And then Brandon tells me, oh yeah, no, he embezzled money from their Grip Genie company. I was like, what? Uh, and he showed me the lawsuit and he showed me a little video and I was like, that's wild. Yeah, they both made uh, statements. Juju saying basically that he's not working with Tom, but he didn't really get into the details of the lawsuit. Which is what I saw. And yeah. he didn't even mention the lawsuit. And then Tom made a video uh, after that going into a bit more detail uh, regarding the lawsuit simply well, because... Just defending himself. Yeah. And reading off of a phone. Because the lawsuit, while it didn't give off specifics, it did say things like um, restraining order, which could be interpreted in several different ways. And uh, I think some people were um, accusing uh, Tom of having a, ga a gambling addiction, which I believe was also included in the lawsuit. So Tom just wanted to clear that up because if you guys don't know, when you sue someone... You can um, put anything you want on there. So if Juji put um, it's for his gambling addiction, that's not proven necessarily. Even if it's true, it's not um, proven until like the the their the the, it, yeah until everything gets settled. Um, but Tom just went in there to give his part of it. It seemed like he wasn't there to like slander Juji. He was he he knew what yeah. he did at that point. But that's um, wild because apparently it was like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, hundred thousand um, dollars. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate because it did seem like they, I liked the duo so much. Yeah, they were starting to become more than just like coworkers. Yeah, they, like, they were already at that level where so you, you can consider them a little bit good more friends. of a backstory. Tom has Crohn's disease, which is like uh, an intestinal issue where like it, there's no cure for it. Like sometimes it's manageable, Chronic. but uh, yeah, but like you have to like go to the hospital every once in a while to get treatment, and sometimes it just flares up to the point where you have to go to the hospital because something's going on. To the point where, like, two months ago, Juji was there with him at the hospital, kind of taking care of him and overlooking, like, what was going on as a good friend. He actually, within two months, uh, had a tra they had a transformation, like, um, series on the YouTube channel, like, transforming Tom. And he went from, like, skinny fat to, like, jacked. Like, um, he was there with, his, like, he was there every day with Juji and his wife. Yeah. Like, and you would imagine, like, from Juji's point of view, finding out that all of this happened, um, it's pretty disheartening. Um, because, like Humberto said, uh, Juji hired Tom. Yeah. And, and, and then he just kind of, like, confidence all the way. Yeah, and it didn't just stop at him giving him his paycheck. Like he said, he did all these extra things. So um, one would imagine, okay, they evolved from just being, like... Um, just being like a financial you know like 
their relationship strictly being financial to like no it was more than that like they were almost family yeah dude he would sleep there at times so this caught me by surprise like 30 minutes ago but i mean you know, things yeah, things happen. What can you do? Nonetheless, y'all should still check out Juju Mufu's uh, Instagram page. Yeah. By far, uh, the most value I've gotten out of an Instagram page uh, in a while. And I actually, ironically enough, speaking of Larry Wheels earlier, Larry Wheels, like, a, uh, over a year ago, or maybe almost two years ago, he would do, like, this Q&A for, like, an hour out of a day. And then that Q&A, I asked him, what fitness influencer do you follow? And then Larry Wheels responded fucking miraculously. He responded and he said, Juji Mufu. Uh, so th- I follow- I then followed Juji Mufu. So, I mean, I guess it kind of circles back to the topic that we <laughs> were And you unfollowed about. Larry Wheels. Yeah, I unfollowed Larry Wheels <laughs> after I followed. Even uh, after he took the time to respond to your question. I mean, Juji was just providing all the content I needed. But, I mean... You know what can you do but hope to see uh hope to see y'all in the next podcast we'll see what we talk about but until next time guys